Tubes. They're gonna talk about it. TV Tubes. You're gonna scream and shout it. TV Tubes. Just sit back and relax. It's your favorite 90s cartoon podcast. TV Tubes. Hey everybody and welcome back to TV Tunes for another week. This is Halloween, except it's not. It's not. It's Christmas. not even Christmas. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not New Year's, but this is our special holiday episode. Yeah, thanks to messing up like schedules. Yeah, next <laughs> just like classic old holiday plans. Yeah, this is early for next year for yes. Christmas. Uh, welcome back. If, in case you didn't read the episode title, we're doing uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Tim Burton classic, ruined yeah. by Hot Topic. Hey, yes. <laughs> hijacked by Hot Topic. No, ruined. Ruined. Uh, just it, it ruined it for okay, me. Okay. Also, I, I mean. We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, no, we will. We will. Uh, joining us this week, a uh, good friend of mine and roommate of mine, right? Uh, Blake Schultz. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, How's it going? Uh, it's going well for me. Yeah, no, it's going well for me, too. How's it going for you? It's fine. All right, great. Just rolling back in after the holidays. <laughs> I'm glad we're in 2017. Everyone's okay. Yeah. yeah, we all survived. Yeah, for now. Just barely. <laughs> yeah, just holding on. I think everybody's sort of just waiting it out. <laughs> see, yeah. Like easing into 2017 to see how it goes. Um, yeah, no, I'm fine with that. Great. Um, but yeah, uh, how long has it been since everybody's seen this? I watched it last night for this. I heard you watch it. <laughs> Uh, but that's, this is one of your favorite movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it um, yesterday, but I also watched it, uh, like, last year around the holidays. Uh-huh. And I think every time I watch it, I just find a reason to care for it less. Really? So. <laughs> Actually, that sort of happened to me a little bit this time. Yeah. And I want to talk about some weird story things that I noticed of... We'll, we'll get into it, I guess, unless we're just jumping all over the place. Uh, as but. usual, I just want to talk about very harmful social things that oh. have sprung from this movie. So, oh, well, we'll get into it. That's... Also, you want to just attack Hot Topic, too. I mean, not Hot Topic. <laughs> uh, I actually like was at Hot Topic the other day and didn't hate it. And I never really hated Hot Topic. I just hate the people. Yeah, they're not great. Yeah. Um, I was at Hot Topic today. <laughs> Oh, you're always at Hot Topic. I am. Uh, just just to clarify, we have nothing against Hot Topic. No, well, uh, we think it's an okay business. I'm hoping to be sponsored by Hot Topic as a person. So, <laughs> yeah, just in general. Uh, since I, hey, they've got nerdy stuff that sure. I buy. Ever since the they dropped all the Johnny Depp stuff, I've been okay with them. Oh, okay. it's like Tim Burton's career. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, oh, and hel- isn't he not with Helena Bonham Carter anymore? I'm not sure. I think, I I think they still I don't work together. Celebrity I think gossip so. that much. Yeah, and you know, this podcast isn't about celebrity gossip. It's no. about cartoons. It is. <laughs> and stop motion animation. Right. Which is where we get into Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. There you yes. go. Uh, Blake, what were you hoping to... You, it's fine to jump into... Work. Oh, I just noticed this time, for whatever reason, that there's no conflict in this story. Oh, no, no. Or a villain... Until about 50 minutes in. Yeah. yeah. And Oogie isn't so much a bad guy as he just has Santa there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no... threatening to eat him. Those, right. Those kids are just shitty. Yeah, they're just bad people. Like, it was all of a sudden okay. happening through this movie. No one except Santa was really a good person. They were trying their best with what they had. <laughs> now, Jack was an entitled asshole who was just like, I'm bored with the great things I have in my life and the things that I'm good at. I want somebody else's thing. I feel like the other, like, 
borderline pretentious thing I realized when I was watching this was uh-huh. that this was Tim Burton's big movie. And that I was like, oh, direct. that he didn't direct, write, or do much of except for produce. And a part of me was like, oh, was he like Jack? And was like, I'm bored. I'm just going to write a check and make stop motion things. No, Look he, how great um, I am. No, he actually had a huge, he pretty much did direct it. He yeah. produced it. He was very uh, involved, except he was uh, filming Batman Forever at the time. Maybe. So he, he didn't direct Batman he, Forever. Or. Whatever else he was producing, whatever Batman movie he was doing that had Kiss from a Rose, um, <laughs> uh, he was busy with that, so he couldn't like uh, commit to directing. But he did have a huge part in the whole story process, and um, he like you can feel Tim Burton all over this. Piece oh yeah, of crap. I'm yeah, I'm um, that's. <laughs> I don't think it's a piece of crap. Uh huh. I think there's some like it's it's good stop motion. Yeah. Right. Kind of decent storytelling. Very pretty. Yeah. It's good for the the it's the musical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like any musical really. It's just a a story that's kind of bland. Yeah. <laughs> told through really peppy songs. Oh, like La La Land. Yeah. Oh, Except oh, like, La La Land is not a musical. This it's not. I it's like not. the only point I'll make about La La Land right now. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is an hour and 16 minutes long, 16 minutes long. And it manages to fit 13 songs in it. 13 fully recognized songs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, La La Land has four. Anyway, yeah. it's not a musical. No, it's not. <laughs> it has some enjoyable songs. I mean... Yes. Yeah. Okay. But this is one of those weird movies where it isn't really about... It's so weird to be like, it's not really about the story or the characters or the plot or any of that stuff. Because it's, it's not like usually the way when musicals are told as it is through... The song, the dances, the stage production. And if you watch this movie, it's actually very theatrical. It's filmed in a way that would have a really good stage presence. It's almost entirely wide shots and master shots that Mm -hmm. would have translated well to a stage. Uh Um, All of the songs, they don't really have a dance number, but that's really the only time you see any camera movement, Mm -hmm. which would account for any type of dancer movement. And that was one of the other things I realized this time around because I don't think I'd actually watched it since I moved to L.A. before tonight. Uh-huh. Because I'm at a weird point with movies that I've seen a bunch where whenever I'm like, it's time to watch this movie, I'm like, but I know it. Yeah. yeah. So who cares? Uh-huh. Plus, this is something that now culturally is everywhere. Yeah. So it doesn't feel as special at Halloween or Christmas anymore because, mm-hmm. like you said earlier... It's a sale poster at Hot Topic. Yeah, it's every been other co-opted. Yeah. Um, Disney originally didn't really want to be associated with it. Like, uh, usually, most Disney movies will have that Walt Disney banner on it. Yeah. Um, Walt Disney presents. Yeah. Or Disney Studios presents uh, a, a Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. But no, it was just Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas because Disney thought it was too scary, too macabre. It was. It like, was. My mom didn't want it. me to watch it when I was a kid because she thought it was too scary, which is ironic because my dad showed me Halloween when I was five, and I think that year we saw Batman Returns, which is a scarier movie than this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the the visuals in it are uh, there's a lot of haunting stuff. Like we see yeah. Sally, uh, the only woman character, and also the worst woman character. Yeah. I feel sorry. I feel for her. But uh, we so see her pretty I. much like kill herself, try to kill other people, dismember herself, she, and it's all in good. Like oh, it's it's creepy fun. She cosbied that. Yeah. Uh, doctor. With her dad. Let's <laughs> not dad. call it that. Okay. She roofied. She poisoned she over poisoned and him. Over yeah. Again. Yeah. She like and it's because she was in an abusive relationship. Mhm. You right. know? 
Well, they don't even really dive too deep into that. Like, the only bit of it you get is he's like, I made you stick around. And yeah. she's like, I don't want to stick around. And that's sort of the end of it. And yeah. the only other depth you get into her is when she's listening to Jack sing. And she's like, oh, I also understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. But they never explore any of that. Here's the thing about Sally, voiced by the wonderful Catherine O'Hara, who did knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um she exists only for the men around her. Like, yeah. I mean, she was created just to serve the evil scientist, Dr. Finkel- Finkelstein? Yeah. Finkelstein? Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, like, when she, even when she tries to get independence from him, it's only so she can help serve Jack. Right. Uh-huh. To this guy that she's pining for. They and, also... like, will do nothing. Even, like, she can tell that he's being an idiot and that he's being wrong, but she's like, I can fix him. Yeah. Right. They also didn't, like, they apparently had a friendship beforehand, but didn't explore it at all or explain it at all? No, but again, that's almost where it comes back to, like, how, not even current musicals, but, like, older musicals, like, Late Miz was like this, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat was like this, even Wicked is kind of like this. Any, like, sing-songy story services one person. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really go back and, like, watch the Wicked musical, there's no B story in that. Yeah. It's one consistent through line. Uh-huh. And that's almost like where the weird part of the narrative for a lot of these things come in is that it isn't a cinematic arc or even like a book arc. They don't go into anything else other than just, they barely even go into Jack. Mm-hmm. It's really just, I want to try something out with Halloween. I'm bored of it. Let's do Christmas. Let's make songs about it and yeah. go home. And there's no depth to it. And that's why it's it's surprising to me that it's become so iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Because it really, I guess musically, it didn't really influence too much after it. It influenced a ton of claymation, stop animation stuff after it. And that's really more impressive to me than the songs are. Although the songs, they're Danny Elfman, so they're brilliantly composed. Apparently Danny oh, yeah. Elfman sang too. What? Danny Elfman sang Oh, yeah. yeah. Chris Sarandon, Jack. who played the six-fingered man in Princess Bride, uh, was the regular voice... <laughs> was the um, the speaking voice for Jack, but the singing voice was Danny Elfman. Yeah, yeah, I was really surprised by that. Um, and the reason for that, which is fun, is because almost all of the songs were completed. This might actually contribute to uh, your whole like, why is there hardly any backstory? Uh-huh. Um, almost all of the songs were completed before uh, the script was ever completed. Yeah. Oh wow. So Danny Elfman. <laughs> just immediately jumped right into recording the songs, and then they immediately started doing the stop motion before the script was ever done. Oh, wow. That's... Because it took three years to make that movie. Yeah. Yeah. But even, I mean, even that form of writing goes back to it being the musical first. Yeah. Like, they very often will just be like, we're going to compose songs, and then we'll kind of have two, three scenes in between and Mm -hmm. go home. There were only two songs that I really remembered from this. I haven't seen this since, like, 98 when it came out. Yeah, okay. Um, Which, the only songs I remember are What's This and um, This is Halloween. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like, and watching it again, I did like Sally's song when she was singing in the... um, Yeah. Oh, my favorite song was Oogie Boogie's song. Oh, that was oh, a good yeah. song, too. Like the bluesy jazz, like, I'm gonna eat you. Yeah, yeah his casino so song. It yes. was really yeah. good. But yeah, no, I haven't seen it since then, and it made me... The reason I recommended it, other than we were looking for a Christmas one, was I went to Disney, 
and went to the Haunted Mansion, which they redo. Yeah. And it was yeah. so much, I liked it so much better than the Haunted Mansion regularly is. Right. It's a, it's a popular thing. It um, is. Yeah, Disney at one point in like 2003, I think, uh, realized, wait a second, Weird teens love this movie. Well, it got yeah. it got back into the zeitgeist. I think it was a little. I think it was two thousand two or one. I might just have the year off. But like Fall Out Boy, My Chemical Romance, a bunch mm. of really popular Blink One Eighty Two pop punk songs covered the entire CD. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they released that like punk does well punk with air quotes uh-huh. does Nightmare Before Christmas, which I think was also a year before. Blink-182's last CD, their self-titled album, references Jack and Sally in their first single off of it, I Miss You. Yeah. And I think after that is where it seeped into that culture. Because that's when you started getting the buttons, the purple stuff. It was also around the time Kingdom Hearts came out. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts heavily featured uh, Jack. Yeah. Uh Some other stuff. Which also influenced, I think, that kind of hot topic culture. I don't even call it emo or punk or anything else, but that sort of like alt... Here's that subsidiary of it. Here's the thing, like Jack and Sally and some of the other characters, they all totally encompass what some of these emo, like alternative kids were during that time. Yeah. Jack was a self-centered guy who's always like, woe is me, I have everything I want, but it's just not enough and I'm so bored. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, he's super skinny, super tall, wearing super skinny jeans, <laughs> no, a, a, a pinstripe suit. And um, he's basically exactly what girls loved at that time. That can't mm. be right. I was so single at that time. <laughs> yeah. No, well, also girls were idiots. <laughs> I mean, everyone was idiots when they're a teenager. So True. I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not like, and also, uh, she was, Sally was super problematic because I remember being just like Sally thinking like, oh gosh, this guy is so damaged. I think like. Maybe I can be the thing that can help him see that life's kind of all right. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like a girl living completely for a guy and a guy completely in his own head and nobody really caring genuinely about another person. And uh, that's what I thought Nightmare Before Christmas reminded me of. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, yeah It's it not ha- a healthy relationship. No, it's not. No, they don't even end up. They do in the all end. That kind of. They, they like, sing that song yeah. that says like we were always we we're always gonna be we're together meant to be together. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I this whole movie like it looks gorgeous and that's what I take away from it. Well, and that's again, I think what the that's, key of it is. Like I don't think it's a movie and it's sort of weird to like go into and analyze something and be like, "Well, here's all of the problems with it, but it's still XYZ." Yeah. Cuz mm-hmm. I think a lot of the songs in it and a lot of the iconography of it outweighs the wrong word, but Oh man, what's the word I'm thinking of? But they stand with people more than those elements. And those elements are definitely there, but I think people really just cling to how it looks, what the song is. And then it's also, it hits two holidays that matter a lot to people. And also the other reason it bled into that pseudo-pop punk culture. It was pop punk culture at that time. I just didn't like Good Charlotte and My Chemical Romance. Yeah. They ruined it for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) But... I think they came back to that and really felt like, oh, it's also sort of that 
bastardization of Christmas that's also popular in that time. People who mm-hmm. really like Halloween when Christmas rolls around tend to be like, we're going to do horror movies and we're still going to have Halloween and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then they go, oh, well, this is a nice thing because it factors in both. And we hit this weird part of pop culture that never really got mainstream because I think it misses the point of both holidays of things like Krampus or Black Christmas, of mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. horror movies using Christmas as a backdrop. Yeah. Which is fine, but what I like about this movie is that it's not quite a Christmas movie, but it's also not quite a Halloween movie. Now, it yeah. does do a great job of encompassing the, the spirit of both holidays. Like, uh, yeah. Halloween is supposed to be a creepy, scary time. It's there for a reason, and yeah. they're all, Halloween Town is there for a reason. And Christmas is about um, being giving, being hopeful. Yeah. Um, and, mm-hmm. like, they managed to put Christmas into Halloween Town. And that's impressive. I think they did a great job with that. Yeah. Um, I did like that uh, when Jack first brings the idea of Christmas to the yeah. Halloween every like people, they were not on board. They were no. like, this is boring. <laughs> I like that they took it and made it scary right away. Yeah. That they immediately were like, oh, there's presents? There's monsters in those. They're going to scare kids. Oh, it's That's Santa awesome. Claus? You mean Sandy Claus? Like, yeah. he has claws for hands. Oh, he doesn't even have claws. And I like that because it showed how, I guess, wrong Jack was in that uh-huh. he was trying to fit into a shirt that wasn't his size mm-hmm. uh-huh. and trying to be like, no, guys, let's do a new thing. And everybody else was like, we don't want to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is, we're good at this. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was like a company that was like, what if instead of video games, we made cards? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I do love uh, that after um, he fails at being Santa and um, he releases Santa from being kidnapped, Santa, instead of saying, well, you've learned the meaning of Christmas, yeah. he's like, you're an idiot. You, person. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Do you know what you did? You could have ruined everything. Ugh, God, I'll just... go and fix this all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And like in the end, he does like fly over Halloween Town and says Happy Halloween. And that's right. kind of nice, but it's just like Santa's like, I don't have time for this. But yeah. That's also, where I think it's funny too mm-hmm. when you look at the story a little bit deeper in that there isn't really a bad guy because Jack's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> like that was like I was sitting there, I was like, man, there's really no everything kind of just goes He's the way it's supposed to go. But if you look at it from Anyone else's POV, a monster invaded Christmas land and uh-huh. stole their king and, and is now terrorizing children. Yeah, that yeah. they had to use missiles to shoot him out of the sky. Even as a kid, <laughs> that was terrifying you, imagery for me. Yeah, that I was. notice this every time I watch it. Did uh-huh. you did anybody else ever notice they don't really show an adult's face in oh, this movie? Yeah, that's on purpose. Yeah. Uh-huh. Except for uh, Santa, who yeah. like if if that counts. But um, every single adult is obscured yeah. uh, mm-hmm. face-wise, and we only see the kids. And I think that's because um, these holidays, in the way that they were shown, are for kids. Right. Uh-huh. And it's nice that like they had adults in there and that like the adults were totally 100% on board playing along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this was it's for kids, and it's like the horror from a kid's perspective. <laughs> and that's cool. That one kid gets a shrunken head. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> that, well, that's the that's best gift of them all because the rest of them are actively attacking them. That's true. <laughs> the other ones do come Like, to the life. shrunken head is bad, but the other ones are, like, chasing them. And, the like, giant kill anaconda? Them. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, the snake from Beetlejuice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I always another Tim Burton, the, right? Uh-huh. I always wanted to see it's the other connected. holidays that they had. Yeah, uh-huh. like Easter. Uh, what would Thanksgiving be? That was always my question because I remember at one point I was watching it with a friend of mine who was like, "Oh, all of them are pagan holidays," and I was like, but "Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day." Are oh, there. and um, uh, Fourth of July. And Fourth was, of July was thr- like very shortly thrown in there. Yeah, and St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, uh-huh. like what? All of them would be super problematic. Well, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day, they would just be drunk the whole year. Although I hope St. Patrick's Day is sober leprechauns, and then they're just hammered for one day. Yeah, they, re- they get one day. It's fine. I was really confused at how they, for like Halloween, they just seemed like they did Halloween stuff in Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. And didn't go out into the real yeah. world, but Christmas they're just in the real world. I think. Well, we join in on the story the day after Halloween. Okay. So yeah. we, well, I thought it was like like back. the end. I thought it yeah. was there. And it's That's the only why time I was he's confused. In that costume. By yeah. Yeah. And uh, they'll. I think they they mention it in like some of the songs. Like others, oh, they hide under the bed, and mm-hmm. like that's when they all these scary stories like that we all know get to come England out. Friends. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still, like, my favorite takeaway is just the style from everything. Yeah. Yeah. And no, the style and the concept are great. I just think the characters are awful. Oh, you no. Could it, use... was, it was yeah. very 1998, like, right. how they did stories. Yeah. And, I mean... It was 93, wasn't it? Yeah, 93. It sorry. Really early. Yeah. yeah, it's overall good. Did you know they made a sequel to it in a video game form? What? Oh. It was actually a thrown away script that they wanted to make. Oh, yeah. Well, Tim Burton was, um, they, they offered a lot of money to make a sequel, and um, they were going to make it a CGI sequel. And Tim Burton's Ugh. like, that's like just not in the spirit of no. what the first one was at all. And he said, like, I would love to, but like, imagine if we did do a sequel, what is it? Jack goes to Thanksgiving land? Like, that's not right. going to be mm-hmm. good. Like, this is a story on its own, but I guess uh, that got screwed up. Oh, it's a real bad game. Okay. <laughs> it's a terrible PS2 video it? game. Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge. Mm. Oh, God. And it's just that. Oogie trying to take over Halloween Town, and Jack has a big green whip that he uses. Oh, that... And that's... Yeah, that sounds terrible. ...where it lives and dies. I don't think you even go to other holiday worlds. I think it's just in Halloween Town. Yeah. Oh, they could do a good sequel to this, <laughs> I feel like, but... I, I, I don't, don't think, think they care so. to. I thought it would have been if like the way Pixar does their shorts now in front of things where they do like Toy oh, Story, yeah. the Lost Whatever, they could very easily do a like Jack and Sally go to New Year's Down yeah. for five minutes. New Year's Down. I'm I would actually be into that if it was just short things. Yeah. Yeah, that's just like a, a twenty minute excerpt out of their life. Right. That'd be cool. Or if it, we just see like the the fucking shitty kids. Like, right. uh, maybe oh, we God. see them go trick-or-treating, and what tricks do they pull? Mm-hmm. Oki is really also the only one that's in the spirit of Halloween the entire time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he never drops it. <laughs> like, well, everybody else kind of, like... Relaxes. Relaxes. Like, they still have mm-hmm. their thing, but they're like, uh, they're like, okay, well, now it's just time to get ready for next year. Yeah, <laughs> the mayor's way on top of trying to keep everything <laughs> on track for next year. Sorry for him. He's yeah, the character no. I like the most, actually. <laughs> He was always just like, oh, can we just get this done? Like, I just want to get everything ready. Jack, we need to work. 
I, I like that he was a politician and a two-faced politician, but not yeah. in the way that like it's a self-serving one. It's just one that's like, oh, I have to put on a good face, even yeah. though shit is terrible right now. <laughs> but he couldn't. He couldn't hide that things worried. were bad. No. Also, he was freaking out when it was. He's like, we need to get ready for next year. But it's only like it's a span of like two months that's taking up for this. It's like you can pick up the slack later on. Yeah. Christmas is gonna be done, and then you're gonna get back to Halloween. Well, Everything will be. They're fine. completely unaware of other holidays entirely. They like live and exist just for that one purpose. Yeah. Uh, I was. Uh... I did really love the mashup for like spirit of this too. Well, that's yeah. what I liked about it was they never mm-hmm. took away what either holiday was about the way mm-hmm. a lot of things that try to combine the two are like, well, we're just going to kill everything that's Christmassy or we're going to uh-huh. just ruin everything that's Halloweeny. Yeah. But no, it was uh like the these people from this Halloween town being like, this is actually nice. I think kids would love this. Yeah. yeah. Like this is my gift to them. They it wasn't them best. trying to scare. Yeah. yeah. Like they actually were, it's just that's naturally what they're predisposition they were what giving they know. people what they would want yeah, yeah. Oh. and it's um the music's great danny elfman you can't go wrong yeah. with oingo no. boing oingo boingo but uh <laughs> fun fact uh danny elfman and tim burton had huge creative differences during this i can see and that. this was the last one that they worked together on yeah. for a while that's sad would they, they come back to together the spider-man theme song <laughs> yeah danny elfman scored all three of the original spider-man movies Oh, for Sam Raimi, I yeah. love Danny Elfman. He's very um, good. I think they came back together for. Did Tim Burton do Willy Wonka? Yeah, in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah they, they came back together. for that. Ugh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> I barely remember anything from it's that movie. It's not a good movie. No, yeah. it's not. The music is okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't the get Oompa it. Loompas do rap in that movie. Oh, Jesus! That's a Christ. thing that occurred. Mm-hmm. It's not a very good film. So this was maybe the last good Danny Elfman, uh, Tim Burton collaboration. I was actually thinking about that because Tim Burton's gone so far off the rails now, I feel like, just in terms of quality of what he's made. And a part of me was like, was this his last great thing? Um, Well, Uh, let me see. I didn't like Corpse Bride. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. Corpse Bride wasn't very good. Well, everything that Tim Burton made after this was just... Johnny Depp and Helena right. Bonham Carter for forever, except for I Tim Burton like, did Big Fish, right? Yeah, I was gonna say that there's was one like, that I'm forgetting. Big Fish was great. Yeah, Johnny Depp must have this, just been busy because he, he still put Helena. He still put Helena Bonham Carter to that one too. Yeah, but she was great in it. She was. Yeah. She was. Um, he wrong did with the Sleepy Hollow. No. Oh, um, Ed Wood came a year after. Oh. Cars attacks early. Yeah, this was yeah. a long wow. time ago. Wow, I always picture this as like 98, 99. That's why I kept reason. saying 98. That's, yeah. But yeah, after Big Fish was kind of when things went downhill. We got Corpse Bride, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Sweeney Todd, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Frank and Weenie was good. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Frank and Weenie was, was kind enjoyable. of a return to form. Yeah. Um, and Wasn't that Claymation? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should go back to just claymation. (laughs) Yeah, he he might want to stick with that for a while. The last thing he did was Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. And that struck out. Yeah. 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 Where the only character of of color was a villain. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) I never... So you saw it? No, I just know. I just looked at the cast list. Okay. Maybe Samuel Jackson has a turnaround at the end. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Hopefully. I don't know. Uh... Yeah, I'm actually, I'm going to go back to 
Disney this week to right. just see. I just want to go on the ride again. Yeah. I, just, I like it no. so well, much. That's the thing. The movie, it, it's very, the characters are so iconic, I think, because they just mm-hmm. look so cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I think at all. It's one of those weird things now where I think people are getting into it without even watching the movie because they're like, that's a neat thing. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I think that's exactly it. Just because the whole concept and the visual of it at all is so great. Like, and they did combine Christmas and Halloween really well. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're able to forgive the terrible character developments and arcs and, uh-huh. like, some plot well, issues. Well, that's sort of the beauty, I think, of when you have songs, too, is if the songs are good, people will forgive yeah. just about all of that. If the song because, is catchy. Yeah. You'll go with it. Because that's, that's going to emo- resonate with you emotionally quicker mm-hmm. than good character development because that's what music does. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, you guys want to see a live action adaptation of this? No. Um, they had no. a stage version. They did briefly. How yeah. did that go? It was I, I. It was very brief. Like it was. I think it was at Disney. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know. I don't know You'd what the reviews were. You have to build some crazy like Les Mis type stages to make that work because yeah. all the sets would be so radically different, and mm-hmm. the way you'd have to do distance and scope, you would need. Yeah. yeah, it would be a big production to do for a couple songs. Well, it was at Disneyland. Like yeah. uh, Aladdin was there, and that's a good. Yeah, stage Aladdin's thing. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I don't think that they can have continued to do it. Yeah. And there are other. I looked up a lot of fun facts about this movie. <laughs> um, Patrick Stewart originally did the intro. Really? Mm-hmm. But he was cut uh, because they thought it would be better that the voice of Santa do it. Mm. And but his um, his intro is still on the soundtrack. Oh, just make him Santa. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would have been fine. That would have been yeah, that would have been a good idea. Yeah, uh-huh. there weren't that many. I feel like this didn't have a whole lot of huge names attached to well, it. Well, no. that's actually a huge thing that you bring that up. Uh, Vincent Price, uh-huh. legend horror uh, a tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was originally going to be Santa. Really. But the problem is his wife had died from a horrific terminal oh. disease at the time. And he was like just starting grief to fade stricken. away, too. He was horribly grief-stricken. Grief he was losing his voice, his iconic Vincent yeah. Price voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, they recorded about like two-thirds of his lines. And they just realized, this is so sad. Yeah. <laughs> this is not Santa. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, man. That's oh, sorry to bring it down. <laughs> no, that's that's interesting. To, that's but I sad. Think this was also at a time when the big name was Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this was right off Batman, not even Batman Returns yeah. at that point. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was another animated film that he did. Done. Yeah, uh-huh. what was it? Oh, okay. Well, going back to the IMDb. <laughs> but it also, again, like I don't think it really hit critical mass until oh, Pee Wee's y- Big Adventure years oh, yeah. after oh, it came so out. So good. Yeah. So yeah, no, he um, he definitely had some name recognition. He didn't yeah. like all people needed to see was Tim Burton, and they'd be like, "I'm yeah. on board." This was a weird gothy time for yeah. Uh, movie Kids audiences. were just into his stuff. I mean, Pee Wee, yeah. Batman. It's just yeah, he made a lot of things that kids should not have been watching. Maybe yeah, <laughs> the first Batman movie is not not all that nice. No, <laughs> but it still shaped us. <laughs> oh, it's still one of my favorite Batman movies. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, any final thoughts on this? Um, okay, so I came in with a lot of hate toward the movie, but actually talking it out, <laughs> I did. I do appreciate it for what it was able to do uh, mm-hmm. with the concept. 
I think it's legend like yeah. helps it more. Its legacy is better than like the actual product that it is. Yeah. I feel like. I mean, well, I it just depends on what you look at it with. And it inspired yeah. a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and I mean it's a lot in, of good stuff. It led to yeah. one of my favorite movies, uh James and the Giant Peach. Oh nice. Like yeah. d- Tim Burton produced that mm-hmm. and the director of this one, he directed that movie. Uh-huh. So I think that that's one well, everything that comes out of like a productions Almost yeah. anything stop motion is going to trace back to this mm-hmm. before you get into like classic cinema. Oh yeah, oh and that that's kind of something that this one like sort of uh, rebooted. Uh, yeah, it took all those classic stop motion uh, Christmas movies like Rudolph the Red Nosed yeah. and Kris Kringle and uh-huh. all of that stuff and um, made it for a new audience. Yeah. yeah. And um, just said, like, remember when we had all these holiday classics? Well, here's a new one for these weird kids that we've got around today. <laughs> so we can do some crazy things. Yeah. 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 And it's and great that they were, like, that they were willing to experiment like that. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. It's funny going back and watching it now because it's been at least five or six years since I'd watched it before last night and just kind of realizing, like, oh, it's, it's a musical. Like, I think in my mind I was like, oh, yeah, it's a movie with songs. Yeah. But this is a straight up musical the way they tell the story the way they develop the characters which is not much well the music technically came first yeah 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 it's that i think even that'll stand out probably as much as the animation i think for a lot of people Mm -hmm. probably yeah um and one final thought that i might be losing right now but give me a minute okay Okay. Yeah, my takeaway is just <laughs> Disney. <laughs> yeah. uh, Disneyland. Yeah. That's oh, my yeah. favorite thing. Well, about it. I mean, if you think about it, this movie is hardly a Disney movie. Disney yeah, almost no. didn't touch it. I'm just glad that it got integrated to yeah. just be remembered this way. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a great level in Kingdom Hearts. For a long time, the thing that I always associated this movie with was. Uh, the girls with the Jack Skellington backpacks and, and hoodies and a, a lot of heavy eyeliner, a.k.a. me, but I didn't, I wanted to separate myself from yeah, that because yeah. I was cool. That yeah. culture <laughs> has started to kind of glob on to a lot of random things. Like, it's yeah. sort of the same thing that happened to Loki with the Marvel movies where I was mm-hmm. like, this is great. And now everyone's like, oh, my God, we fangirl over Loki. I have four tumblers about him. And you're like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes a little bit because it's really in the end of the day, seventy-six minutes of content that people have <laughs> expanded to define it's only how they dress. It's a short movie. Oh God! <laughs> uh, can we think about what lessons this movie was supposed to be imparting onto children? Or I mean, this movie was really Except who you uh, are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, try new things, but realize that maybe stick you with what you're good at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't hijack somebody else's thing. Well, I think it is, in a, in a more serious way, I think it is a little bit about identity mm-hmm. and kind of yeah. learning to be okay with yourself. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it never even was him being like, I guess I'm not good at Christmas. The last song he sings was, well, you know what? I went and I did my best. And for a minute, I really tasted something swell. Yeah. And he yeah. has that, my favorite moment in his song is it's Danny Elfman's voice. when he's like, and for a moment, why? I touched the sky. Oh, yeah. No, no, he was and able like, to taste it, but then realized... This isn't who I am. Yeah, and it reboots his creativity because the last, the climax of that song is, that's right, I am the Pumpkin King. Exactly. (laughs) And I think that's, in a way, a good message for people to hear of just like, it's okay to go try new things and Uh you might mess up. Yeah. But like, do it anyways because it'll be fine. Yeah. But like, be okay with who you are, with your emo backpack and your... 
Charlotte CD. <laughs> if people can take that and not the uh, romantic story, then I'll think, be happy with it. I think <laughs> it's so small in the story that most people just gloss over it. Nah, they didn't though. That's because those people listen to those terrible bands I that know. I love so much. It just it became Except a for problem. Except Charlotte because they ruined pop punk for everyone. Don't worry. They only had like the one album. And it ruined. <laughs> it was more like Panic at the Disco that did that. that Panic too. at the Disco was super Nightmare Before Christmas Eve. Yeah. Then this in, isn't like, a, a funeral. It's a, yeah. Yeah. I think we've hit everything with this. <laughs> I think uh, you need to leave that last bit in. Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> uh, Blake, what do you have to plug? Uh, I host three podcasts called Hollywood Already Did It, mm-hmm. Superhero Primetime, and Bits of Frames. And they're about movies and superhero TV shows and video games, all respectively. Mm-hmm. You can find all those on iTunes and Podomatic and Google Play and all that. Mm-hmm. By searching those names. They're all great. They're all great. I was on the last episode. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. We were talking about a not great movie Assassin's called Assassin's Creed. Creed. <laughs> it's a terrible film. Yeah, very Don't bad. Don't go watch it. Go and see Yeah, Man listen from to Uncle your instead. podcast instead. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely do it's that. It's a better time. Yeah. It's a much better time. You'll it get the same is. story beats. Yes. Of which there aren't many. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find all of that. You can follow them on Twitter at Hollywood ADI, SHPT Podcast, and Bits of Frames Podcast. I'm on Twitter at, as always, Blake, mm-hmm. as well as Instagram, and I think that does it for me. Awesome. Nicole? Awesome. As always, you can catch me playing with my house team at Nerdist, Biff. Biff. Uh, Biff, the, the onomatopoeia or the character from Back to the Future. Uh, we play Sundays between 6 and 9, and then I host a jam at 10 that anybody can join in on. So come do that. Follow me on Twitter at ItchyBrained. And I just started a new podcast called Ooh. Brendan Frasecast, <laughs> where we revisit all of Brendan Fraser's best movies. So I thought that was just a bit. It's I not didn't... a bit. It's real now. Awesome. So keep an eye out. It's coming out soon. Perfect. Great. Who's your co-host on that? Just me. Oh, I thought you were doing And I bring else. on two guests. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah, nerdy Batman. Just same thing as always. Uh, and listen to this podcast and rate and review us and yes, subscribe. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, all the best. We'll see you next time. Yeah, see ya. Bye. What's a creative podcast network? <laughs>